Hey everyone, how's it going? I'm Austin, and I'm joined by Jake and Jordan. What's up? How's it going, everyone? And uh, this uh, uh, is a little bit different than what we normally do. This is more of a new segment type of thing that we cover basically the last week that happened uh, news-wise. And I guess for the name we're calling it is That Chat Wire or the weekly... Week in review edition. From that. Week in review edition. Thank you, Jake. All name and royalties go to Jordan, though. He is the one that established the nickname. That's it's a group fine. effort. It's a group effort, guys. <laughs> we all profit. But basically how this uh, is going to play out is we're basically going to go. We're going to go over news articles that happen throughout the week. It could be anything from mainstream news or little um, snippets here and there that people might not know or might not know outside the U S. So it could be anything, any, it could be notable. It could be just little things that we were enjoyed to read or just thought it would be interesting for people to know about. So it's like a random mailbag. We're just going to see what comes out. Yes. If y'all listening have some interesting views or different news you want to share with us too, don't forget to hit us up on Twitter. And don't forget to include that you were listening to that chat wire. So uh, these two don't know this, but I purposefully left out all the articles that we're going over today just for sheer uh, fun on my part, honestly. Trying to catch me off guard. Keep me in the hot seat. Exactly. So for our first article that we're going to be going over today, there's an Airbnb that hosts... um, Airbnb hosts offer guests chance to be mayor of hell for a day. And the article goes that a resident, a resident of hell, Michigan. So an actual place is offering another chance to be mayor of hell for one day by renting out a specifically outfitted quote unquote lair on Airbnb. Uh, The picture, you guys can't see this, but I'm going to describe it the best I can. It looks like, um, an old uh, church from say the Salem witch trial eras. Okay. But it's even smaller than that. That maybe could fit about two to three, maybe two people comfortably. And it is painted all Brown. All the wood is Brown. And then the accents are red. So it's not super demonic or anything like that, but I mean, it looks pretty nice. And it, in the picture, it has a row of jack-o'-lanterns guiding you to the front door. Okay, I can dig it. Couple questions. So, go on. Cost. What's this going to run Co- me? Uh, to stay. Yeah. Unfortunately, we don't know that. Oh, okay. So, so, I mean, I guess the question is, what is it worth it to you to be mayor of hell for a day? Second follow-up question: What are my limitations as mayor of hell? Like, what do I get to do? What can I? What are my powers essentially? So I'm glad you asked that. Um, unfortunately, Jake, hell, Michigan does not actually have an actual mayor. Ah, that's unfortunate. So it is um, a title bestowed upon you by the uh, individual that owns the lodging. And they are ceremoniously giving it to you for a day. You can stay there for up to, I believe it's three days and four nights but you still only get to have the title for one day. Okay. 
So not a resume booster is what you're saying. Right. It's I not, mean, it can not, be. Not a move to get into the political realm. This wouldn't be my like jumping off point. Oh, I, kind of I would. I would definitely it, list that on a resume. Is there any other perks or kickbacks that I get from this rather than having the sweet lair? Like, do I get cosmetics or anything like that? I assume it's uh, bring your own okay. to whatever you want. To me, it honestly just looks like a nice place to get away from it just to get away from it all. It isn't, it looks like it is in the backyard of the individual. So it's not super secluded out to where you might end up being the new, um, part in a horror story. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> so it, it doesn't seem like it's out in the middle of the woods. It is in the backyard, but there are, um, it is, there are a lot of trees and vegetation around to make you feel like you're in that kind of area. <laughs> I just throwing it out there. I'd probably typical Airbnb, like a hotel night stay kind of deal. I'd probably pay like one thirty nine a night or something for it, man. I don't know. Well, actually, I'm a little embarrassed now because continually reading the article, it seems that you can actually stay there. The um for the three day stay, it costs I believe thirty one dollars. What? Yes. All right. Sign me up, dude. We're going. But it, it is only for the nights of the 18th, the 21st, and the 24th. So you only do get to stay for one consecutive night okay. or just one night in general. But it does seem like a fun idea. I mean, I know I would enact outrageous laws just because I can. And then I would leave it up to the next mayor after me to either fix my mistakes or see if he can one up me. I like it. A little who's who of bad politics. What else you got for us? All right. Article number two on the agenda is uh, this one's a little bit outside of the U.S. So a little curveball here. An Irish court uh, ruled that Subway bread is not legally bread. Was this like a Taco Bell, the meat's not really meat situation? I wish. That would be funny. But no, uh... So as stated by uh, the individual laws that they have set up, uh, bread has to be anywhere from 2% and lower in sugar content. And uh, when they tested Subway's bread, it uh, fairly regularly regularly uh, consisted of at least 10% or more, for more uh, on separate occasions. So it has not technically been bread. So it's not... Le- okay, so it's not legally bread, then what is it legally substantiated as? Is it cake? Is it flour? Like, uh, I believe it is actually uh, in their in their area. It would be considered as an actual cake or a possible donut. If they ha- uh, yeah, they have donuts over there. This just took cheat day to a whole new level. <laughs> exactly, but uh, they didn't specify which bread. It is. I assume it is all forms of their bread, especially their uh, plain bread, which probably has the most sugar in it. I know we Americans love our sugar and consider our bread versus the bread over in Europe. It is definitely different. Personally, I've never had. So Jordan, maybe you can attest to that. You did some traveling. Yeah, um, I'll tell you, it depends on where you go for sure. I definitely had a lot of stuff in the UK that we would consider to be standard fare here that they put like uh, cinnamons and sugars and other weird garbage into it's super weird out there. Um, I mean, a lot of the, yeah, I mean, a lot of the food, um, not, not to knock the UK by the way, 
love it out there. But uh, yeah, the food was definitely something I had to get used to in terms of like uh, some of the chocolates I tried, stuff like a, a hamburger out there is not what it is here. Was not expecting it. Well, do do you agree with them? Do you think this should be legally called bread? I mean, if it's not technically bread, I would say no. <laughs> you know, I mean, you could call it like a bread-like substance or something. I don't know. Bread substitute or um, what's the, what's their, what are they calling it? That um, it's meat, but it's not meat. Like oh, impasta bread. Imp- yeah, impasta bread. <laughs> there you go. Impasta. I love it. Impasta bread right there. Try new Subway's impasta bread. It's impossibly delicious. All right. So moving on, what's next, man? Two for All two. right. So old so far. Right. Uh, this one uh, personally hit me. Oh, well, I wouldn't say it hit me, but it uh, it's a little bit closer to my neck of the woods. So an individual, uh, he's a car guy. Uh, this happened in Utah. So good for me. It's uh he went to he went up to a reservoir to take a picture of a car like to take like most car guys do they like to take their they like to take their cars to places take pictures and show it off or what have you whenever they do it unfortunately while the individual parked the car on a actual fish uh fishing ramp for boats i think yeah fishing ramp boat ramp uh the car rolled into the reservoir no and is now <laughs> fully submerged it looked uh, one light in the picture that was taken, one light is still on. Uh, it looks like to be at, uh, three to four feet deep from the roof of the car. And it is definitely not working. What was the value of the car? Uh, they didn't actually state what the car was in the article. Oh, man. Can you Just that from the <laughs> sunken picture. How much of a loss? I'm going to hedge my about? bets on a Subaru. Well, now it's a Scubaru because it's underwater, but... Oh, watch. <laughs> uh, J- Jordan, do you, would you do that with your car? No. <laughs> no, not right now. No, I couldn't say that I would. <laughs> I mean, you, you you, can't see the thrill of taking your car out and taking pictures of it in beautiful vistas or with awesome scenic backdrops? Yeah, if it's right off the road. Sure. And if the power um, breaks You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If I'm if I'm if I'm parked, you know, about uh, on the shoulder or something, yeah, sure, why not? But uh, otherwise, no. All right, how many more of these we got? What you got next? Uh, we got a few more, but I would, eh, you know, yeah, no, we got a few more. Uh, let's see. The next one that comes up is this takes place in uh California. So a uh, juice company is offering $1 million for a pitch to use five or no, sorry, 50,000 tons of pomegranate waste. So, I mean, what can you think of a good way to use pomegranate waste? And do you think you deserve that for a million dollars? You waste it because it's waste and it's pomegranate. Well, it's, it's, it's already waste. So I'm guessing it. they want to dispose of it. Right, they, they want to get rid of it or be able to I guess environmental. Else. I mean, could you make... Is this like a liquid waste or is this like a sure is liquid? You could like make some type of hydro battery type thing out of it. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. Put me on the spot like that. Like I'm not going to brainstorm pomegranate. It's not on my short list of things to come up with. Oh, come on. You got to You got to always be thinking about crazy things. <laughs> all right. So if it's a problem. Po- po- all right. So they're pomegranate husks. 
Husks? Like just yeah. The hell's a husk? That's what they call them. So it's a yeah, it's a pomegranate husk, and it's they're just looking for ways to dispose of it. I need to look up what a pomegranate husk looks like. It looks like a pomegranate. Come on, Jordan, you have any good ideas? No. My goodness, <laughs> some of this news is just like real out there to me right now. Yeah, it, well, <laughs> that's the point. I spend so much of my time following tech and politics that this is uh, this. Uh, oh, it's wild. Wow, but you can't you can't use your brain to come up with some kind of device to get rid of the hus and then pitch that to politics or political individuals to maybe even get a tax reduction in the state. No, ah. I'd have to review it. We'll table it. We'll table it for all right. <laughs> Different um, day. Yeah, no, that's um, hmm, that's interesting. Just a lot of um, yeah. I mean, topics we talked about today. I gotta be honest, man. There's a lot of stuff I haven't considered. So this is, uh, yeah, this is interesting news. I'm liking this. All right, Jake, you come up with anything? No, I'm trying to do some research on what people are currently using it for, and <laughs> there's, no, there's nothing there. Um, stuff like molecular study stuff is all there I can find right now. So I'm uh, assuming that's why they're doing this contest. <laughs> they're like, hey, we got a bunch of this, and nobody can use it for anything. So. <laughs> I like the sustainability aspect though. It's cool. Yeah, that is really interesting. I would think they would probably be best using it as a like a compost or along those lines. Maybe crush it up into a dye if you could, because I mean they are red. No. Is there any right. like I don't know if there's nutritional value in it still? Could it be used for like animal feed and like slop essentially? I'm sure you could feed it to a pig. I mean, they eat everything, including human bones. Or even like um, like a fertilizer and an accelerant or something for growth for yeah. other plants or something. I don't, I don't know. I really, right. yeah, I'm not familiar with the application. So it's really, um, that's very interesting. They yeah. come up with the wildest stuff these days. I like these quick hitters, man. <laughs> so well, what you're we gonna, have next? You're going to love this quick hitter. No pun intended. But all right, so... Trump was seen taken to a hospital after testing positive for coronavirus on, I believe it was Friday, correct? Yeah. Yes. All right. Yes. I can see Jake's face. He definitely wanted to talk about this or didn't. I can't read people, so we'll see how this goes. Oh, as did I. As did I. This is one I'm <laughs> actually up on. So. <laughs> well, great. So some key people, um, I've just thrown this out there. I know you guys have probably already read the articles, but. Some key people on the internet, uh, while viewing the photo of him boarding, uh, was it Marine One is the helicopter? Yep. So while boarding Marine One and wearing his mask, they noticed an odd shape in his coat pocket. Mm-hmm. And so they they believe that this could possibly be an oxygen tank. Yeah. And then have it running up his coat over his and then they see something over his ear and then having it run into his mask yeah i initially saw a tweet that had like super zoomed in photo and i was like man i can't tell if that's just like a crease in his suit jacket or what it is but you could definitely see up behind like his uh the ear strap for his mask that there was some type of tubing um and they did confirm uh the doctors at walter reed medical uh center there military base um confirm that he has been on supplemental oxygen even though they claimed it was only 
for brief moments because his uh, O2 level dropped down below 94. Um, but there's been some speculation on the truth of that and how well he's actually doing. Um, obviously, he's put out some stuff on his Twitter, which is where he first broke this at like 1 a.m. on Friday, um, that him and the, the First Lady also tested positive um, with several members of his directly kind of in-contact staff. So there's uh, this seems to be kind of the big story that's trending right now. The last I saw, they did do another update today um, from his clinical team that he is, quote, doing well but not out of the woods yet after what was talked about as a scary friday night but then they've completely downplayed any type of symptoms or issues he's actually had yeah so i mean i know there's been recent articles stating that he's also not doing well now and that he's it's actually not going as well as he claims it to be at least on twitter Right. And there was a lot of like with the medical briefings, both on Saturday and this morning, um, a lot of like contradictory kind of back and forth and reporters were trying to pick up on it. And like, I was like backpedaling pretty hardcore, like, well, what what he meant to say or what we insinuated there was this. And I mean, part of the game, it could. We don't really know how he's doing. He could be he could not even have it for all we know. If We want to get real conspiracy about it. Oh, he, boy. He, could, he could be doing terrible and part of making America not look weak or have an issue is that we don't talk about it. Um, but I am a little skeptical as far as what the actual onset of his symptoms has been um, and how the process has been. Cause I mean, it's real easy. Like you can even tell in the videos that he's posted that he's got like pretty severe puffing, like in his sinuses and stuff like that. He doesn't, he didn't look well in a couple of them. Um, he looks kind of disheveled and tired. Um, but I mean, it's Trump. So who's to say this COVID related or not, but, um, he definitely didn't look up to normal Trump appearances in a couple of these things. So I'm, I'm skeptical to see the actual, how in depth, um, some of the symptoms have gotten for him and how much of a battle it's actually been. Cause I don't know if this is going to play out as a, let me backpedal on not being so serious about everything. So now I've dealt with it and it was very serious and we need to do these things and blah, 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 to kind of realign some of his more out there supporters or if it's a play for them to continually go in and, um, kind of say it's not a big deal that your president beat it, even though he's on every single experimental drug cocktail that they've found for symptoms. Um, so I think it's interesting because when I initially saw the tweet, I was laying in bed. Um, don't judge me, but I do have POTUS tweet alerts turned on. So it woke me up. And I was oh, like, as do I. I was as like, I. Um, this is I, def- I was like, this is definitely a debate dodge because he'll have to quote unquote quarantine. Um, so he wouldn't be able to go to the next debate or what have you. But then as things kind of progressed on Friday afternoon and I saw the uh, video come out that they were actually going to fly him to Walter Reed or, um, as they said it was out of an abundance of caution. That's when I was like, mm, okay, maybe there's some validity to it. And it's not just a debate dodge or a campaigning trick at this point. So do you, do you think if he does miss the debate, does it count as a win towards someone else? Or do you think they should have someone fill in for him? Well, it'll be interesting is technically it was supposed to be the vice presidential debate. 
um, kind of out in your neck of the woods, I would say, out in Salt Lake. It's what mm-hmm. I was supposed to be more geared towards. Um, but this also allows, after the dumpster fire train wreck of a debate we saw last week, for them mm-hmm. to maybe do it virtually for out of everybody's best interest. If Trump, because he potentially could be getting discharged tomorrow with something that they said in the briefing today. Um, so to go back to the White House and quarantine and do all that stuff, um, which you can't really quarantine in the White House, but that's a different subject, especially in the West Wing. But it would set up the opportunity to do the debate virtually, which would in turn give Chris Wallace a mute button for each candidate, which could be very I'm beneficial. I'm pretty sure everyone wanted that. No, we were back on the last there. one. We were back, and I, I'm I'm sure everyone has noticed that that's probably one of the biggest things going around right now is just give him a mute button. I used to not really enjoy Chris Wallace, but. I think he made a lot of friends the other night. <laughs> Jordan, you have any takes on this? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, from a, um, there's a lot been talked about with the, uh, the politics on it. I, I don't think, I don't think they're, uh, really making an effort on using this as a way out of a debate or anything like that. Um, I politically, I've kind of tried to wrap my head around it from multiple different perspectives here, and I don't see an area in which Trump catching COVID and potentially being uh, put on oxygen, uh, taken to Walter Reed, stands to benefit him medically uh, or politically or in any other real arena. Uh, I feel like this, this weakens his case. I feel like it might push some people into the realm of like, well, this guy's been you know, mitigating COVID, you know, whatever happens kind of happens. A lot of the words that he had, I think he's eaten at this point. Um, there's a lot of people out there. I've seen the meme, the Ivan Drago meme. If everybody knows Rocky four, <laughs> if he dies, he dies. I have been seeing that all it is what it over is over the place. And I have to say, I think it is hilarious at the same time. I don't wish death on any of these people. Right. I mean, it's, um, I know I know people personally who have lost uh loved ones to corona in 2020. So it it's just one of those things where it's like I, it's not something I I see even Trump who I think would throw a lot of things into the political realm to get points. I don't think this is one of those things he would like to be having to touch especially at a personal level. Um I don't really think it benefits him politically. So it makes me, it makes me feel personally that this is quite legitimate and that um, I also agree that I've been seeing lately. He hasn't looked quite as healthy. Um, And I think that in combination with the fact that this is election season, right? I mean, this is the time where these guys are getting the least sleep. They're at the highest levels of stress. Plus you get COVID plus we're, we're reaching our way into fall. We're getting closer and closer into the kickup of flu season. And if if people think that flu corona combination isn't going to be bad without, you know, proper protocols taken into consideration, then I, I think they're kidding themselves. So um yeah, I mean I, I think it's legitimate. I think it's concerning. Um and I think people who aren't concerned really need to reevaluate whether they're concerned or not because the president wasn't able to protect himself. He had leaks within his own uh, administration uh, and his personnel that allowed this to occur. Um, Herman Cain wasn't wearing masks at one of Trump's events. He died from COVID as well. Um, 
know, I think that's an important thing that people kind of just brush the side, especially on the right. But, uh, you know, it's, it's important to understand that, you know, yeah, the vast majority of people are going to get this and survive. People in Trump's age bracket are not those people. So, especially if they have pre-existing conditions of all ages. So, you know, it's just important to take it seriously. I think that's what the real message here is. And to uh, understand that, you know, 200,000 dead people is, you know, it's ha approximately half of what we lost in World War II. So just take that into consideration and understand that this is important. And put your damn mask on. It's not, it's not that hard. <laughs> Wear the damn mask. Don't use it as a chin diaper. <sighs> oh, my goodness. Good reference. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, this this was definitely, I think, the most interesting news piece of the week for sure. Um, it's really going to be interesting to see how it plays out over the next few days, few weeks. I know a lot of people were on edge too with uh, Boris Johnson. Uh, apparently, there were a lot hmm. of real risky moments for him. He was in so, a coma for a while. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with the president. Um, so far, it seems like his case might be milder, but uh, know. but we'll see. I do find it ironic that he was always downplaying it all, and like through everything he was saying, and then all of a sudden he he gets it. But that's, I, that's where I think, kind of to Jordan's point, like I definitely think it's legitimate. He's obviously contracted or whatever, but. To an extent, I feel like he's going to try to navigate a win if he comes out of this in the current circumstances as mild or whatever, like a real quick kind of few days down thing for him, that he's going to use that to mobilize a lot of his people. Because like even on my Facebook timeline feed, which apparently still needs to be cleaned despite vigorous cleaning, um, it was very, uh, well, POTUS is just going to expose this whole thing for the the scandal and the the fake news that it truly is so um i think he he will find a way especially if he doesn't get severe symptoms to charge his supporters to applauding his handling and how we've progressed through covid yeah i agree on that point too i don't think any minds are going to be changed uh, among trump supporters i mean if they if their minds are going to be changed at this point they would have been changed a long time before this so um no i, I don't think that's going to be the case i don't think it's the case for anybody who's a, a biden supporter either that they're going to be swayed by trump making it through corona i think they're going to look at this and say look at the treatment he had to get look at all the the drug cocktails he was on look at everything that he was given so um, I think it's really, you know, it's it's people who whoever is still on the fence. Um, I think it's a lot of them who might be looking at this and say, OK, well, you know, I mean, the president himself got it and he made it through. Maybe it's not a big deal um, or wow, the president got it. He couldn't even protect himself and his staff and his wife. And he had to get some serious treatment and stuff for it, it was evac out to Walter Reed. Maybe you should take this more seriously. Maybe maybe his approach has been really ineffective, and that's going to affect uh, the way I vote. Well, all right, then. I'd like to thank you guys for coming along on this little episode with me. I'm your host, Austin, joined by Jake and Jordan. Yeah, you guys will see more of these. This will be an every Monday kind of thing. Um, probably roughly around this length, there'll be some quick hitters and probably just one bigger kind of quick, more moving news discussion. And then we'll leave you on your way just so you're up to date on Mondays. Catch you guys all in the next one.
Thanks, everyone.